Let's get back to news uh, of the day. Well, the Medical Service Commission just yesterday applied for an injunction to stop TELUS Life Plus a program from charging membership fees uh, to patients in return for preferential 24-7 access to a healthcare practitioner. Now, in February, BC Health Minister Adrian Dix asked the commission, which oversees the medical service plan, to review private fee-based services offered by TELUS Healthcare Centres to ensure there's no queue jumping for patients who pay the fee, which isn't allowed under the Canada Health Act. Joining me now to talk about uh, the Medical Service Commission's uh, actions yesterday is Adrian Dix, BC's Minister of Health. Hello, Minister. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thank you for your time. I know it's a busy time of the year for you. Appreciate you making time uh, for our show. Uh, what prompted Minister for you to make the original request to medical the Medical Service Commission in regards to this particular issue? Well, uh, it, because of concerns certainly raised with me and concerns I by members of the public about being asked to pay fees, in some cases uh, by people who had a family doctor who went to work for TELUS Life Plus and then would have to pay fees to maintain their family doctor. Uh, And so I raised those issues with the Medical Services uh, Commission. We're a a province of laws, and they apply the laws. They apply the Medicare Protection Act. And yesterday the commission um, decided to act and seek an injunction um, before the B.C. Supreme Court against the TELUS Life Plus program. It should be noted that the vast majority of work that TELUS does in healthcare is not TELUS Life Plus. It's a relatively small program but it's a, that they have at, uh, at TELUS. Nonetheless, um, the, uh, the uh, matter was brought forward, investigated, and this was the action taken. Are there many people uh, involved in this, uh, specifically when, when talking about uh, patients, or are we just talking about a small handful? Well, we're ta- we we don't I don't know exactly how many people only TELUS could reply to that have paid the fee. What I can, uh, although there are significant, you know, exchanges of information between the commission and TELUS that have been going on for some months. Uh, what I would say is that the largest group of customers who people who get service uh, from TELUS do so within the public health care system in other TELUS programs. This is one program that they have. Nonetheless, the commission determined that what TELUS is doing was in violation of the Medicare Protection Act, and they're taking appropriate action to protect the public. Is there anything wrong in regards to what TELUS Life is doing? As you said, this injunction solely relates to TELUS Life uh, Plus program and the membership fees charged under that program, alleged membership fees, and doesn't touch on TELUS Health's um, other, uh, uh, I guess, role it plays in delivering virtual health care services, which you've said. Is there something wrong and what i mean and it's a philosophical question then as a public system as a minister that we are still relying on a private corporation a large one to be playing a role in our healthcare system well as you've got to make the distinction i mean in primary care historically since really tommy douglas and others started medicare in canada primary care has been provided by doctors in community which are frequently uh, corporations, right? They, so they've been paid for by fee-for-service. In fact, one of the issues young doctors have with the current primary care system and why we worked with the doctors at BC to change it is for that very reason. They want to practice medicine and they don't want to become effectively business owners who are paid for by, of course, the public insurance plan, but nonetheless have to operate businesses. They want to practice medicine. And so this is... Uh, so the. To, to a great extent, most of the doctors we have in BC are working for a private health corporation in primary care, whatever it may be called, and uh, uh, but are uh, paid for by the public system. 
what are the matter the issue here is not the ownership question the issue here are the fees being paid and whether those fees are inconsistent with the medicare protection act and there has been um, numerous uh, exchanges of information uh, and requests for information from the medical services commission to tell us dating back to february and they've drawn this conclusion they're now taking action uh, as, as you'll remember a number of people came forward with information that they had a family doctor and that family doctor was moving to Palace Life Plus and that family doctor was happy to continue to provide service if they paid more. I mean the service, the basic service that's mm-hmm. provided through the Medicare system if they paid and joined the broader program, the Telus Life Plus program. Mm-hmm. This was the subject, uh, part of the subject of uh, the, um, uh, in the in the review by uh, the Medical Services Commission, and they're simply doing their job. And you can see that if people want to see the filings, they can see the exchanges and the information between the commission and TELUS. The commission, I should say, is independent. So when I intervene, it's to improve and uh, strengthen the law, which uh, I did and the government did in 2018. But it's the commission's job to um, to enforce that law. Um- now, the TELOS Life Plus package, it costs, about, I think, $4,600 in the first year and 3600 for subsequent years. It's not the only company. There are many smaller companies that offer sort of a monthly subscription where you'll have access to uh, clinicians and assistance with urgent needs, uh, testing that they can do and uh, sort of uh, tell you or educate you about what potential ailments you may have in the future. It's, uh, the Mayo Clinic in the U.S. does it, and they charge a lot of money. There's nothing philosophically wrong with having those types of services available in this province if the private citizen feels uh, feels they need to pay for that service outside of the public system? Well, remember two things about this. One is that, um, that there are some doctors, I think eight in BC, mm-hmm. so that's how many, who have uh, withdrawn from Medicare, and they can provide that, and they do that. There's about eight doctors, I think, really dating back decades in BC who have chosen to go that route. So one can do that. Realistically, you want to practice um, medicine. You're in the public health care system in uh, in British Columbia. And the issue is that the um, care for medically necessary services is not free in the sense that we all pay for it in taxes. Sometimes people use that term, you know, kind of loosely. Mm. It's not free, but it, it, there's no cost to getting the service, right, for medically necessary care. And, and uh, that's an important matter for people, I think, and an important part of the efficiency of our public health care system as well. There are, fewer cons- there are fewer transaction costs, and we have a much more efficient administrative system than they do in the United States. That's why they pay so much more for less health care. One of the reasons why they pay for so much more for less health care there. So I'm a strong supporter of public health care, that idea that there shouldn't be extra billing for medically necessary services. And, and the commission uh, reviewed the evidence in this case and has um, uh, taken the appropriate action that they feel based on the, all of the information they've received and the evidence they've collected uh, to pursue the injunction and uh, against TELUS. And any sense right now, and you know, you you you've made that um, uh, an initial submission there. It's it, this is with the uh, commission and the courts as well. Any sense of how long this will take? Any sense that you have? Well, there's there's a process to, um, where the, it, it's filed, and Telus has the the right to respond. These are decisions by judges, and yeah. why. You may, you may think usually I'm fairly blunt in our exchanges, <laughs> and, uh, I would say, on lots of issues. But here, um, the case has been presented by the Independent Commission. Um, and, yes, I made the request for them to review it. They've made their case. 
and they've reviewed the evidence, and there's been substantial exchanges with TELUS. I think the suggestion was they hadn't been talking to TELUS. Uh, the filings show how many times there were back and forth exchanges between the commission and TELUS. The commission's job is to ensure that the law is applied. And so TELUS, I think, has a period to respond to that. Then the matter will be set before a judge, and of course the judges make the decision. That's why you know, we we respect that process very much, and we're going to allow that process to play out. Well, Minister, we look forward to following this story uh, because I think it's a very interesting one. Uh, thank you so much for your time, and if I do not uh, speak to you uh, for the rest of this month, I just want to miss, uh, wish you and your family and all your colleagues a Merry Christmas. Thank you so much for your time today. Hey, Merry Christmas to you and to your family, and everyone be safe in the snow today, and get vaccinated, get your flu shot. <laughs> there you go. Thank you so much, Minister. Take care.